the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Continue to enjoy your best lawn ever with Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Contact them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025 or online, LawnDoctor.com. A lot more summer ahead plus the fall. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call for a free quote today, 401-392-1025. Find out also about keeping your family safe from ticks and mosquitoes, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Check out their website. It's LawnDoctor.com or call today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. It's Friday, September 10th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Of course, it is September 10th, which means tomorrow is September 11th. Um... I don't think I can say anything that hasn't been said. It's a solemn day. Everyone has their own memories and thoughts, how it impacted your life. You know, I found this year that I think the uh, the media have kind of gone out of their way because it's the 20th anniversary to really reflect. And, you know, you see so many specials, the children of 9-11, the women of 9-11, 9-11 now. It, it's really just that day i I don't know if they need to do all of the updates um it's important to always remember and never forget and how it shaped our life but um i think this year for some different reasons i just think there's just been lack of a better word a little bit too much commercialism almost the way do they do with christmas and i think so many different organizations are doing as far as the media are doing uh 9-11 type of remembrance as opposed to in the past they did not i normally have in the past watched a lot of on um, the discovery channel and national geographic the day the towers fell and the build-up i just i haven't done it this year simply because i found that it's a, it's a little bit of overkill now folks um more up to date if you check out the website to petro.com there's now a petition about kelly bates i don't know what's going to happen with that um, it's obviously been a big story. The Boston Globe has a story on it. Now, we've been uh, posting on it all week. Um, as many people know, I, I, this has become really a lesson in how not to handle something like this. But both sides seem, I don't know if both sides are dug in. I don't know if that's the right word. Channel 10 certainly seems to, uh, the Boston Globe story illustrates that Channel 10 seemed to know exactly the road they were going down when they decided not to uh, increase the amount of what her offer was going to be. And it just was unacceptable to Kelly Bates. So you can read in that uh, it was not type of pay raise she was looking for. But if if she's ever wondered the type of impact she's had, uh, so many people now, the last time I checked it, uh, petition was up to it was over eight thousand. Maybe now it could be nine thousand because people are writing about it. At some point, NBC Ten will um, have to make a decision that they're just gonna. They've written it out this far, and how much um, more they want to put up with. But I have a feeling that the position they've been in, they're they're gonna just um, stay in the bunker. Now, folks, as far as Governor McKee's had another resignation. Uh, the governor's had a rough couple of weeks, and it, it really started with the Tony, Tony Silva situation, former chief of staff, former police chief in Cumberland, and now it has moved into this uh, next next phase. So starting to build up a little bit of a hit list. Uh, I think the governor is deciding he's going to take a break from a lot of the interaction with the media, and especially, as I mentioned, he did not have a press briefing uh, yesterday, and that's the first time. He was having them a couple of weeks ago or months ago even. Governor McKee felt, hey, this is pretty easy, and I'm going to kind of address the media. And he was having them twice a week, and the media was going. But the problem is they're finding 
that as um, and, and I'll give credit to Channel 12 leading the charge with some investigations that I think what the McKee people felt was what was fueling a lot of the stories or at least the big story was was the access to to the media. I, I'm not I'm not convinced of that, by the way. I think the Tony Silva situation was going to be difficult, whether or not Governor McKee was having a press press briefing twice a week. But it, it maybe they felt it wasn't helping. And then he was reacting and setting up timelines, and then they were they were trying to react and do things, saying we we want to do something now because then we're going to have the briefing tomorrow. So now it it's it's certainly in his best interest to still get as much face time, free media as he can, still continue to establish himself as the governor, because there are still people that don't know him. Uh, remember, Governor McKee, former mayor of Cumberland, was not elected governor. He's filling, fulfilling out um, the term of was Governor Mundo now Secretary of Mundo. So is really just filling out that term, and so it 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 really is is in his best interest to continue to get as much visibility. But I think maybe they feel they have tapped out on that. They're going to dial it back. But what's unfortunate is what's what's causing it is just some of these controversies that are bubbling up within his administration. So um, I, I think um, he can dial it back, which he's doing. It's entirely up to him. Maybe he feels it was just too much. They need to do a little more governing and less communicating with the press. But I think what he's going to find is that um, that his relationship with the, the press and certainly with Channel 12 has definitely, has definitely been altered. Now, folks, the big story that we are going to talk about and President Biden speaking the sweeping vax mandate, 100 million Americans. I, I'm going to agree with those that say, I think this is the wrong approach, um, absolute wrong approach. You are, you're not going to get people. There's been a lot of misinformation. This thing has been mishandled, starting with him and Kamala Harris, where they were hesitant to give President Trump credit for the vaccine. And then uh, the president who didn't want to seemingly like throw in the towel that it was a pandemic and then was very hesitant to to even uh, call it that and was saying it was like the flu and kind of downplaying it and so um it is uh it's a problem i don't think this is the way uh president biden saying you know we've been patient and now that's it and now they want to come up i think people are going to revolt i think uh people have had it with the lockdowns i think they've had it with you know, look at look at what's happening with all the lockdowns and people staying home and all the people gaining weight. And, you know, COVID, the people that are obese, they're the ones that really that have been falling to COVID. So, listen, by all accounts, it's it's been mishandled. It's been a lot of uh, kind of a follow the bouncing ball with information that keeps changing. The debates about the mass, the debates about children, the debates about schools. And now this business of forcing the vaccine, I think that's, I agree with those. I think it's the wrong way to do it. Again, I, I don't think, I did President Biden even write that speech? Did someone write it for him? Um, it, I, I don't think that's what happened. I think, uh, I think he just read what was off the teleprompter. So we are going to talk about this. But President Biden, like lecturing, these are adults we're talking about. These are, you know, these are people that don't want to be forced on things. And this business that you think you're going to force people, folks, as I've said, we live in a free country. There are people that smoke cigarettes. It says right on the pack, smoking can cause cancer. Look at all the people that are obese. You're going to start diets on them, make them force them to lose weight. I want to hear how that conversation goes. Look at the people that don't exercise, eat unhealthy, do dangerous things. There are people that do those things. As I've said, it's a free country you can't force people but president biden and his administration think that they can so we're going to talk about it all right a lot more ahead you're listening to the john DePietro show well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let mega professionals find them for you call mega professionals today serving rhode island and massachusetts 508 336 7801 mega mega professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. 
You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This summer, let J.K.L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L., it's going to be a hot summer ahead. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Remember, with J.K.L., 54 years in business, reputation is second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available this summer. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. Remember, JKL Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's JKL. Call them, 401-351-7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dipietro.com, which I encourage you to go on to the website, folks, especially this story regarding uh, NBC10, Kelly Bates. It is not going away. So they have responded to her, as you may or may not know, but we have all the stories and video on the website, dipietro.com. They responded. They claim that she wanted to leave. Now, if you've seen the the video she's clearly upset and uh you know very very emotional in it channel 10 they have put out a statement saying she decided it was time to move on kelly decided it was time to move on now that's not what she has said kelly bates who uh 17 years at nbc 10 she has responded and fired back at them saying that 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 is is not the case that she responded saying uh i found myself unable to continue working at wjr under existing arrangements so kelly bates is not taking it she's stepping up now folks again i don't know all the ins and outs there there have been some people that have left nbc 10 and and let's really step back if if people saw the list of people that have left there's a lot of uh, change in local television there's a lot of turmoil in local television sometimes with local tv you get a young reporter that comes in here there's here for literally months a uh, short period of time a year year or two and then they're off uh going to a larger a larger market a, a bigger city uh maybe they're from somewhere else and they just want to get the experience to go back and get a job where they're from regardless of what that is that is not the situation with kelly bates so this is definitely a pr nightmare for channel 10 they are in fact uh with nbc 10 uh this is a difficult one because they've had big backlash and for them to have to issue a statement about it and basically blame her and say it was her decision to leave um this is the last thing they want and folks let's face it i mean 
I'm just not sure how many people are really even still watching. There's so many different ways to get the news. Um, I, I consume all of the news stories they put out, the packages, but I don't necessarily sit and watch the local news the way that I maybe I would in the past because there's so many parts of it. You now can look at the menu. Here are the five or six stories they have and then pick which one it is that you want to watch or that you want to see or that you're curious about or that's new um and not you know people are definitely not sitting and watching there's a lot of news and they started earlier and uh and it can be very lucrative for them to to do as much local news but anyhow but getting back to the kelly Bates situation uh this is someone that's been there a long time obviously well loved and i don't know what went on at nbc 10 i i'm gonna I, I just because the, the whole situation with talent and they're offering her something that she feels that is unacceptable to her. So, you know, as much as they say it was her decision to leave, many times there there can be a situation that it lends itself that makes it difficult uh, for her to stay. So uh, but this is make no mistake about it. This is a PR problem for Channel 10, which they haven't had one in uh, quite some time. They've definitely had some turnover but then there's you know these big companies and because of covid and for a number of different reasons they've you know had some cutbacks but i think the, the the kelly bates one it really has resonated i just don't remember the last time it's hard to remember the last time someone left local television and there was just this type of outcry and uproar and enough so that i don't i'd be surprised if uh, if channel 10 just ignores this because it's just sitting there all right, a lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 several reasons one they'll handle everything for you two they're going to work for you not the insurance company and three they'll make your car it'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom west fountain auto body call them 401-272-3340 did someone damage your vehicle whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Kelvino, call for a free consultation today, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com, where you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, fight back, Call Jack, free consultation, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal injury law experience and his office, 100 years combined total with the staff. Fight back. Call Jack, 401-785-9400. It would be great if you were in an auto accident, motorcycle accident, slip and fall workplace injury, and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should but it doesn't happen that way you need a fighter fight back call jack free consultation 401-785-9400 jack calvino 401-785-9400 or online fightbackcalljack.com 
You're listening to The John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Controversy now with uh, both Governor McKee and Mayor Alorza. But, folks, I want to start off um, because it's not every day. And in, in the way it normally works, when someone from a television station is let go or leaves for whatever reason, but it seemingly would be let go, um, their competitors won't cover it. And, and that's just like kind of the norm. So you have someone that has left Channel 10. So Channel 12, they won't cover the news unless it was something like if the person was killed or something. Or if someone left from Channel 6, 10 and 12 don't cover it. And, and then the station where the person left, they tend to not want to get into it. But Kelly Bates, very, very popular meteorologist. I believe she's been with Channel 10 now since 1995. So uh, 10, 20, 26 years and apparently, without any details, she was let go or could not come to an agreement. I'm told not fired, but she is just no longer with NBC10. And she took to social media, and this is what it sounded like yesterday. She posted this. Kelly Bates now out at Channel 10. She posted this on TikTok. So today, today was an interesting day. I honestly didn't think this date would go this way, but here I am. I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for trusting me over so long. And thank you for all the nice things you're saying. It does help. I can't wait to see what's coming next, but right now I do need a minute to breathe. Sorry, it's just a lot. So, thank you. Really, can't wait to see where we end up next, right? It's going to be awesome. All right, so folks, there it is, and it's uh, very sad. But Kelly Bates, um, she is on social media. She is on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and also obviously on TikTok, where we found that. And um, so we don't really have a lot of details. Now, there is a new scandal now, new scandal regarding Governor McKee. No, it's not the Tony Silva situation. No, it's a new scandal. And this one, again, is Channel 12. Uh, Tim White was asking Governor McKee about this as his, at his uh, weekly press briefing. I, I don't know what to make of this story, but it's, uh, again, none of it is good. This is the story the latest controversy now with governor mckee channel 12 breaking it that's supposed to be helping reopen the state's public schools this fall target 12 investigator tim white went to the governor to find out what taxpayers are getting for the money this new consulting company called ILO Group was incorporated the same week Governor Dan McKee took office back in March. Within a few months, the state was awarding them a lucrative contract. Over state five million. would later admit it was a messy process. Six in million. March, Rhode Island asked for proposals from companies to assist in the reopening of schools for the 2021-22 school year. But when the bids were returned, they were out of whack. ILO Group, a brand new firm, said the job would cost nearly $9 million, while huh. West Ed, a company that has done work for the state for two decades said it would cost less than a million what the government review team looking at the bid said apparently the broad and vague nature of the rfp created a fundamental misunderstanding among the vendors eventually ilo group came down to 6.5 million dollars west ed to 3.3 million in the end ilo group landed a 5.2 million dollar consulting oh. contract that could grow to six million wow just don't wave a wand and have that happen governor dan mckee says the state needed ilo group for both short-term and long-term education planning i wanted to make sure that we reopen schools safely i think everybody in the state of rhode island wants to make sure we're reopening not at safely. six million uh, they have the capacity to do that Target 12 has also learned ILO Group was founded by staffers at Chiefs for Change, an education nonprofit whose CEO has been a longtime supporter of McKee. Oh. Did that connection play a role at all in the state support of that bit? We supported people who could get the work done that I just talked about. So it didn't matter who referred or who, who may have had a relationship. 
both the ILO group and Chiefs for Change tell Target 12 they are not working together on this state contract and no employees from Chiefs for Change are currently working at the ILO group. With the Target 12 investigators, Tim White, 12 News. Now again, folks, it's a little bit inside. There's more details. The, the top guy was on the governor's transition team. Now, I'll say this about this particular, I don't know if we want to call it a scandal yet, but definitely a story involving Governor McKee. But there is um, there's starting to be a pattern that they, they don't seem to understand certain stories that could can get them in trouble. That's one of them. Uh, there's a money trail, donations, and the next thing you know, a company forms the week that he's inaugurated. And they get this very lucrative contract. It's something very odd that they bid $9 million. The company that had been doing it bid $1 million. Uh, and then still they lower it to, they go down to 6 And then the other company goes up to 3 and millions of dollars. But the, the I'll say this about the governor. I mean, at some point, the whole element of, you know, you got to understand you're not in Cumberland anymore. You're supposed to be running the state. Yeah, a lot of eyebrows get raised. Oh, you mean just because the you know the guy that got the contract is donated to yes because of that because he's donated to your campaign it shows possible favoritism it takes away from what you want to do and then it also starts to make I'll tell you what this also does is it it certainly sends a message to the media that you know there could be some things going on behind the scenes you got to know that channel 12 is really going to dig into this now the thing about this is it's not that easy to understand it's a little complicated Tony Silva's story was far more easy, right, to understand. Got a piece of land, knows the right people. Suddenly, they're going to let him build on it. But uh, Governor McKee and his people, they have to be a little, little lackadaisical in their approach towards things and almost seemingly sometimes seeming surprised. Like, oh, why, you know, like George Costanza with the cleaning woman. Wow, is that wrong? Should I not have done that? Should we not have taken, you know, go awarded some friends, some people that he obviously knows very well? The head of the firm served on his transition team. Should I not have given them a six million dollar contract? I mean, at, at what point does this stop being like this, like a novelty to it? Um, and I'm telling you, this stuff is going to add up. Uh, it may not seem like a huge deal to him right now. I assure you, his opponents are going to use this against him and it it starts to be a pattern it is where it's like a, a new scandal and then that starts to engulf them you exhaust the staff and then it's the new scandal and then you move from scandal to scandal um i i, I don't know what to make of the story other than it there's none of it that sounds good i'll put it that way all right folks a lot more ahead you're listening to the john DePietro show Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega MEGA, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service serving rhode island and massachusetts it's mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 24-hour mobile service and also abs repairs brakes doors listen if it's on a trailer mega truck and trailer repair they can repair it call them today 508-336-2110 508-336-2110 it's mega truck and trailer repair you're listening to the John DePietro Show. September is Suicide Awareness Month. Joining us right now is Dr. Rob Harrison. And doctor, it is uh, so important to draw attention to September being uh, Suicide Awareness Month, Prevention Month, but especially so many people are intrigued by man therapy. Welcome to the program, Dr. Rob. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to be with you, John. Dr. Rob, uh, touch on a little bit of what the month of September, uh, the, the main point. It's one of those topics, it's maybe uncomfortable for people to talk about, but the awareness of talking about it, looking for signs, uh, intervening, people looking for help. There's certain ways they can just go online. It's, um, it's come a long way. 
Yeah, it has. Um, <clears throat> and there's really, it has to be kind of multi-pronged. Um, I, I kind of like to think of uh, suicide prevention as like a river. And when you're at the, at the thinking about killing yourself, that's what we call the waterfall. And so we have training to try to train people how to recognize people who may be at the waterfall who may be thinking about suicide and give them some tools about how to ask the question and how to help them persuade someone to let them get help. That training is called QPR. Um, all of our training is really a part of um, um, Healthy Bodies, Healthy Minds initiatives over the last, uh, oh gosh, five to 10 years of, of trying to improve the mental health of our uh, Washington County. Um, another big part of that training is what we call upstream, which is a mental health first aid training. Um, and also uh, we have a federal grant called Zero Suicide, which uh, one of the main parts of that is uh, initiating screening in all of our medical facilities in the county, screening for depression, and then those who screen positive trying to get them help. Again, that's part of the upstream effort, although sometimes it, it's at a crisis point also, as you can imagine. Um, so uh, it's, uh, it all has to work together, and uh, the more we can do upstream, the better off we are. But sometimes, obviously, there are people who just show up at the waterfall, and we have to be able to try to help them also. Folks, again, we're speaking with Dr. Rob Harrison. And Rob, I think people, here's the thing. People, it's as simple as going online. Whether people like it or not, there are many men, middle-aged men, that are finding a crisis in the life for different reasons. But they can go online now. And Dr. Rob, it's mantherapy.org. And I love the fact that it's, it's, it's a 20-point head inspection. If you could talk a little bit about just anyone that's listening right now, whether you have it's your father or your husband or yourself or your grandfather, brother, uh, brother-in-law, anyone, mantherapy.org. Yeah. Yeah. Man, man therapy is a very important tool in our tool belt because the largest numbers of suicide nationally and also in locally in Rhode Island and in our county are middle-aged men, uh, 44 to 65 or so. Um, and that's also the group that's the most resistant to seeking help on their own. So uh, one of the things that man therapy does is this website reduces the stigma. You don't have to go to a physician's office or a psychiatrist's office or anything like that. You just go on the website, and it, it, it's a very, very humorous approach to try to engage men uh, of this age. Uh, it's kind of the manly way a man would get therapy. Um, so they have very humorous uh, posters and, and slogans, and um, but also a number of uh, very helpful um, personal testimonials on video you can watch but it's in, as well as local resources and national resources for men but it's just a, a really great way to engage men and we gave out some prescription pads to most of the doctors in washington county and the prescription pad says uh science tells us you can't uh fix your mental health by rubbing dirt on it so i want you to go to this website and take the 20-point head inspection and when they do that what it does is it helps them to figure out am i just stressed a little or am i really uh, seriously depressed or, or anxious that, and I need to get uh, get some help. Um, so it's a, it's a great tool and uh, we're really excited to be doing it. We uh, target different areas, different occupational uh, groups that tend to have higher suicide rates uh, as well as veterans of course. Um, so we're kind of early in the stages but we're excited about it. There are a lot of billboards around the county uh, that are very, again very humorous. Like one says you can't fix mental health with duct tape. Uh, so um, things that men would connect with folks again i was speaking with dr rob and dr rob especially nowadays with everything that's going on it's a difficult challenging time for everyone with covid with uncertainty uh you know people uh out of their normal habits that they they're seemingly the i think one of the reasons maybe there's an epidemic is many times you know the men are supposed to be the strong silent type you know the cowboy the marlboro man the going way back to Gary Cooper, but they, 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 they it, it's an, an element of people feeling that there's no solution, but there's, there's far better solutions and ways to reach out. And I think mantherapy.org is a, is a way to do it. Absolutely. And, and we know that in our county and in our state, there's a, a definite shortage of mental health providers. Uh, for example, the average person who gets seen in an emergency room right now and gets referred to a 
a clinician uh, for mental health therapy uh, has to wait anywhere from three to five weeks to get seen. And so man therapy gives them a great alternative to go to a website right away and, and really check out what's going on with their with their mental health and also get some good help from it. So. Folks, again, we're speaking with Dr. Rob Harrison. September, it's one of those topics. It's something that people don't like to talk about, but it's suicide awareness. The aftermath, there's so many people. Folks, if, if you know of someone, and especially the focal point of this program and talk with Dr. Rob and men therapy, are, are men. There are many different men. Last spring, I've talked about it on the program. Last spring, there were certain children at high school graduations their fathers weren't there because last spring, their fathers, these are men with children in their 50s. They took their own life. There were college graduates, college graduations missing parents there because they took their own own life. The effects of COVID, people don't have to suffer alone. And Dr. Rob, I think one of the things I like about mantherapy.org is to try to lift the stigmatism of people just talking about it and it's friends talking about it and people starting to look for certain signs whether it's a family member or a co-worker and starting to try to get people comfortable talking about how they are if someone has a a broken ankle they go to the doctor if someone is having a, a bad headache or they go to the eye doctor or a dentist people need to start to understand that there's no shame in identifying that they're having some some thoughts of desperation Absolutely. Uh, thoughts of suicide are really quite common. Some, some indicates, indicators are that maybe one in every 20 people in the country are, at some point are thinking about suicide. Well, obviously, nowhere near that number do anything, but we've already had as many suicides in the first five months of this year as we had in all of 2020 in our, in our county, in Washington County, uh, in, in a similar pattern in the state. So um, it, it is, uh, we're just beginning to see the tip of the iceberg of the effects of COVID on isolation and um, and despair in many ways but there is hope people can really get help and go on to have a, a very happy life but you have to take the first step you have to get help but and one of the best ways to do it is for the average citizen to be able to recognize that a person may be struggling and be able to ask the question directly and that's what the qpr training does and anybody can take it it's free it takes an hour and a half of your time i do it online uh i can do it in person uh, but it's a very simple, easy to remember training that it, that saves lives. It saves more lives than CPR does, really. So, um, something we should be thinking about. And the more people we can train in our community, the better uh, chance we have of saving more people in our lives. Dr. Rock Harrison, once again, give websites or how people can sign up for these workshops and training. Okay. Uh, if you go to the healthybodyhealthyminds.org, uh, that has a list of the trainings uh, for QPR training, as well as mental health first aid training. Um, Man Therapy also has, uh, mantherapy.org has uh, information on local resources. Um, but the trainings are, I think, the best way that we can uh, form a safety net for our community. Because all the programs in the world don't help if the average citizen can't recognize that their friend or their neighbor or their colleague is struggling and, and maybe thinking about suicide. And it doesn't take an expert to ask the question, are you thinking of killing yourself? Are you thinking of taking your life? And then let me help you try to get some help, just as a friend, not as a professional, but just as a friend. And studies have shown this really works. It does save lives. Folks, he is Dr. Rob Harrison. And again, the website is mantherapy, mantherapy.org. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning, 
You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. J. Perry Paving always provides high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Residential, commercial, seal-coating patios. Get your driveway paved. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and general masonry projects. J. Perry Paving, they offer free estimates. Call them today at 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Get your driveway paved. And if you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Call them for a free quote today. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving, a licensed insured contracting company, they will meet your needs no matter how big or how small and no one treats veterans better than j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 for j perry paving folks you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website which is dipetro.com joining us right now it's time for our legal segment he is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, I want to start off with, um, this is interesting that the couple of police departments wanted to use something. Now, I think it's effective. It has to do with the ability to, I believe, read license plates as they're going through red lights. Now, it would, it would seem to make sense that, you know, if there's a be on the lookout, amber alert, something like that, boom, it could pick out that the missing vehicle, say, is in Cranston. But the ACLU is now seemingly stepping into the equation and they are uncomfortable with how this is operating. Well, John, it is a little big brother-ish that um, these um, cameras have been set up in Cranston, in Pawtucket, in Woonsocket, at strategic locations. Um, ostensibly, the technology and the purpose is simply to read license plates. It could be a useful tool for law enforcement, as you say, if there's an amber alert, if there was a bank robbery, if there was someone who was leaving the scene of uh, a crime of some sort, um, this technology could be useful. The ACLU has a legitimate concern that, you know, when you've got this sort of technology and you're compiling all of this information, it would be tempting to misuse it or use it for um, the technology for purposes not intended. Um, that hasn't been demonstrated yet. So far, the uh, police departments have this talking point that it's just to read license plates. It's just to ins- assist law enforcement. So the ACLU hasn't filed suit, John. They've simply sent a warning, not a warning letter, but a letter of concern saying that this could be overstepping. Uh, I believe uh, the Cranston City Council has set up a um, meeting or a hearing to discuss the ACLU concerns to see if there needs to be some codification, some local ordinance or some state ordinance, which would limit 
the usefulness of these cameras or limit what sort of information can be harvested from the cameras and limitations on how that information might be used. So far, nothing has happened, but it's such a hard line to um, ascertain because there's so much of this technology out there in the world anyways. It's right. just not governmental in nature. It's usually private in nature. So what can governmental cameras do that private cameras can't do? That becomes, I think, a, th a threshold question, John. Is that, could you, uh, Tim Dodd, could that then end up being a legal issue in court of then someone challenging exactly uh, how law enforcement found out that an individual was was in a city and then they found out that they were using this type of technology? Well, yes. Let's assume that you're using this license plate technology and you're trying to track specific vehicles to see if the occupants are drug dealers or, you know, guys who are, you know, robbing convenience stores. I mean, you could come up with any scenario um, beyond just, oh, we're just looking at license plates here. Nothing, nothing really more than that. It depends on how this surveillance material is used by law enforcement. And I do think the ACLU has a point that there should be some codification. What can law enforcement legally do with this material right. and what can they not do with it? Right now, it's just open season. We don't know really what the cops are doing, what they're looking at, how they're using this, how they're compiling this. My understanding is that whatever is recorded um, is good for 30 days, and then I guess it gets recorded over unless there's something that happens, much like private security systems, where if something notable happens on a specific day, that uh, material could be preserved. But I don't think it's a system that records, preserves everything it records indefinitely. I think it's got a pretty short shelf life. Okay. Folks, um, again, our legal segment is with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to um, also just touch on this business that you, they um, last week announced some appointments within the Providence Police Department and made by, by the way, you know, these are appointments made by the mayor, uh, I believe the public safety commissioner and chief of police. And there's certainly kind of an uproar a little bit about um, this business that Mayor Lorza seemingly completely went around the rules, appointed a friend of his, no police background, uh, this guy, Michael Stevens. He's, he runs the rec program in Providence. He is, he is also a basketball ref, never been a police officer, won't wear a uniform, doesn't carry a gun, got him a put him out of training. It's an interesting development that city council is basically really questioning Mayor Lorza on this appointment. I, I Well, politically, not that I'm here to speak about politics, it seems like a really dumb move for the mayor to have made this appointment, especially when you presume he's going to be looking to run for some higher office uh, next year. Um he has appointed a, a gentleman to this position, somewhat newly created position, who, as you say, has no police experience, doesn't carry a gun, won't wear a uniform, but he's going to be a major. Oh. If you're a major, you're part of the command staff right. within the Providence Police Department. You're going to be interfacing with the most experienced cops. Yep. Single uh, digit badge. Single-digit badge in a department that has 450 officers. I, I think that it's going to be difficult if this guy survives in this position and it's not retrofitted to be something else. Um, he, he's got no credibility, if you will. Yeah. He's a basketball coach, and now he's going to be dealing with the top brass in the Providence Police Department. He's going to be interfacing with the different departments within his job description. I don't know where he gets the respect and the credibility coming from zero police policing background. And you've got, you know, I believe it's the black uh, police officers association really furious because I believe all of the other applicants were minorities of one sort or another. Yep. 
who were totally overlooked guys with, I believe it's men could be women with extensive police experience, extensive and, you know, well-documented records of achievement and accomplishment who are being passed off or over for one of the mayor's cronies. It makes mm. no sense. Um, the press, the negative press that this is getting is well-deserved. Um, the city council is talking about changing this guy's title to be something else. Um, but that's just putting wallpaper over, you know, a, a very bad situation, it seems to me. Um, I'm not sure if it can be corrected. Perhaps the officers who were overlooked should file a cause of action in superior court mm. to go through a questioning of what were the specs for this position? Right. Who created the specs for this position? Right. Um, how was it sent sent out? I don't want to say to bid, but as a job posting, if you will. And did the mayor abuse his discretion in overlooking these presumably other qualified career police officers um, in, in favor of this guy who is a crony and really nothing more so right. it would seem he um tim the, the qualifications my understanding to be a major in the police department according to the boston globe is 10 years police experience as far as being a police officer and a college degree he is neither you know what else i was also wondering is about before we take a break we saw with the uh, jamal gonzalez situation where one of the things they go after legally is in fact they start to examine the type of training now if this individual is in charge of, you know, the academy and so forth. I, I can only imagine, Tim Dodd, going forward, can you imagine getting an individual like this on the stand and you want to start to dig into and go after some of the training within the police department? Again, this is, it's nothing against this man individually, personally, but he, he's never been a police, he's never spent a day as a police officer. You're right. And if he's ever called upon to testify about right. anything that he's done in his supervisory capacity that goes wrong, um, he, he's going to he's going to be toast if he gets on the witness stand. It's going to be ugly. Uh, if I was the guy, I mean, I guess if I was he, I would take the job because I would want the money and everything right. that goes along with it. But He's going to be the skunk at the lawn party in terms yeah. of this police department. It seems like it's a terrible fit that he's going to go in there with no credibility. He'll garner no respect. I can't imagine the senior command staff wanting to have him sitting at their roundtable discussions. Uh, what, what input could he possibly give? He's yeah. got no experience. His opinions mm. will be worth nothing. Um, it seems like a dreadful choice and a dreadful political mistake by this mayor. Folks, quick break, a lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401 431 2300. 